Welcome back to the uh, history podcast here. We're going to continue on with the Civil War and Reconstruction section or unit as we've been going the previous section in the last episode of the podcast. Um, I discussed with you the quote unquote debut of the Republican Party, the election of 1860 that saw Abraham Lincoln elected to the presidency as the first Republican president um, and the Battle of Fort Sumter that was the spark, so to speak, or the first shots officially of the American Civil War. This episode and this section, uh, follow. if you're following along, goes along with section 4.3 in the Secession, Civil War, and Reconstruction PowerPoint for chapter four. Um, looks at the Civil War actually beginning, important figures, key battles, stuff like that with the Civil War, all the way up to the surrender at Appomattox. Um, of course, like I've mentioned in the previous episode, we all know, or we should all know, how that ended. So no spoilers here. Um, and in the next episode, we will get into Reconstruction, the period after the Civil War, and some key figures and events there before kind of wrapping things up and kind of taking a little breather, hopefully, with a good film to view in class. Um, don't forget also, before I get started, that you've got your... Uh, Civil War project to be working on where you'll have a key figure or a key battle where it's a military leader or political leader. Um, we'll do the gallery walk posters and there'll be a written assignment to accompany that. So, all right, let's get started. So Civil War starts, remember, after the shots are fired at Fort Sumter. Um, and there's essentially two countries where we previously had the United States. Um, the North is referred to as the Union, also known as the United States of America. President Abraham Lincoln is the leader of that so-called country, and the South is referred to as the Confederacy or the Confederate States of America, um, led by President Jefferson Davis. Now, as I mentioned in the previous episode, kind of briefly, President Lincoln never truly recognized the Confederacy or the Confederate States of America, CSA, however you want to refer to it, as an official country, as an official government. Um, many looked at them as traitors. They had committed treason. But we'll get into that. Uh, you probably hear me refer to each so-called country as the North and South, the Union and the South, the Union and the Confederacy, different things. So just keep those terms in mind. Um, there's a map in the PowerPoint on slide 25 that kind of shows a breakup uh, or breakout, no pun intended, breakup, um, of the two countries and border states. So the border states technically were states that had not picked a side. They would eventually pick sides, so to speak, for the most part. Um, but we won't talk a whole lot about those, but they may come up again. But you can see those in yellow on that map. So some key figures. Abe Lincoln, you know, start with the top dog, so to speak. Abraham Lincoln, he's the first Republican president of the United States, um, first Republican president in United States history. Um, some key things, you know, he's, he's credited with ending slavery with the 13th Amendment that I'll get into later on. He had issued the Gettysburg Address following the Gettysburg, uh, the Battle of Gettysburg, where he laid out the uh, higher purpose of the war. Talk more about that later. And also the Emancipation Proclamation, with two of his most famous speeches. I'll explain more of each of those later on. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, or U.S. Grant, as he was sometimes called, or sometimes simply Grant. Uh, he eventually assumed full command of the Union Army in 1864. He had been commander of, of only a portion of it for, for the most part. Um, he eventually defeats the South 
and accepts Robert E. Lee, who was the general of the Confederate Army, accepted his surrender at Appomattox Courthouse, and he would later become the, the 18th U.S. president. For reference, Lincoln was the 16th. George McClellan, he was actually Lincoln's first choice to command the Union Army, um, technically. I'll explain more about that shortly. Uh, but McClellan was Lee's first, Lincoln's first choice to command the Union Army, um, but he was often a little too cautious, a little too hesitant. Um, he was actually fired from his position twice uh, for being too hesitant, too cautious, uh, making some questionable decisions. Lincoln is actually quoted as saying, if General McClellan isn't going to use his army, I'd like to borrow it for a time. Uh, a little sarcastic shade thrown there by our good President Lincoln. Sherman, William Tecumseh Sherman, William T. Sherman, General Sherman. He's a Union general. He captured Atlanta in 1864 and signaled that to both sides, the North and the South, that the war was all but over. He's known for his march to the sea or Sherman's march. We burned and destroyed Southern cities and railways and roads and destroyed all kinds of stuff. Um, you can call it a total war campaign or scorched earth. Uh, there's different terms for it. I'll explain more about that later also when I get into some key events. Jefferson Davis, he was the first uh, president and only president of the Confederate States of America. Um, he, was a, he had been a senator in Mississippi before the war. And after the war was over, he and several others were actually banned from ever serving in public office. So banned from ever serving in government again um, after the war. So he is not credited with being a president of the United States. I've, I've had that question before, and I've heard that question asked before at different times. You know, why is Jefferson Davis not listed as a president of the United States? Because he wasn't one. It's the simplest way I can put it. He was a president of the Confederate States of America, was, which was never actually recognized, at least in this country, as an official government. Robert E. Lee, while we can continue in the Southern figures part of this episode, uh, he was commander of the Confederate Army. Now, I said I was gonna mention more about Lincoln's first choice. Lee was absolutely brilliant uh, as far as military strategy and being a, a, a leader, a general goes. Um, he was from Virginia. Um, I'm, I'm explaining this kind of best I can. This is why I'll probably cut this episode a little short and cut it into multiple parts um, for these key figures and then the key battles. But Lee was from Virginia. Virginia was a Confederate state. A lot of folks like to say that if Virginia had been a Union state, then Robert E. Lee would have led the Union Army. Um, Lincoln actually wanted Lee to lead the Union Army at one time. But in this point in time in, in history, people were loyal to their states. Robert E. Lee was loyal to his state of Virginia. Therefore, he led the Confederate Army, ultimately. Um, he ultimately surrenders to Grant, um, to Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox Courthouse. Spoiler alert. Um, he's famous as one of his famous quotes is, the education of man is never completed until he dies. Basically, we're always learning. Um, one of his most famous quotes. Unfortunately, with the climate of a lot of things uh, today, we, we, won't, we don't hear from people like Robert E. Lee um, because of his ties to the Confederacy and the issues surrounding the Civil War. Stonewall Jackson, Thomas Stonewall Jackson. He was Lee's right-hand man, a Confederate general, very gifted tactically as a commander, another brilliant leader. Um, he really knew how to use geography to his advantage. That was famous, especially in the Shenandoah Valley. 
Um, he had a huge victory at Chancellorsville, um, but he would ultimately meet his demise, and that would ultimately really cripple the Confederate Army's chances. Again, I'll explain more of that later. So I'm actually going to stop this episode there um, before I get any further. Uh, there's a lot of information in this section, so this this episode will pretty much just be, or this part of this episode will pretty much just be about the key figures. In the next part of this episode, um, I'll get into the advantages of both sides and then some key battles and strategies, and then we'll tie it up in a nice little bow. So um, get what you need from this episode of this podcast, and then we'll continue on in the next part, part two of this episode.